Welcome back to On the Record. I'm Sheila Cast. Drummers, singers, guitar and accordion players, the folk music of Bulgaria is designed to spur dances and entertain crowds with its striking blend of Eastern and Western sounds. How are Bulgarians in Maryland keeping this tradition alive and training the next generation of performers? Kalin Kirilov is a performer, an ethnomusicologist, and a professor of music theory at Towson University. He's also the author of Bulgarian Harmony in Village, Wedding, and Choral Music of the Last Century. Welcome to the show, Kalin. Thank you, Sheila. Also with me is his daughter, Jana Kirilov, age 11. Jana is studying Bulgarian music with her father through the Maryland State Arts Council Folklife Apprenticeship. Thanks for being here, Jana. You're welcome. Colleen, what are some of the characteristics of Bulgarian folk music? Bulgarian folk music may sound quite unusual to Western listeners because it's a very interesting blend, as you said, of uh, Eastern and Western musical styles. Like from the Eastern styles, Bulgarians have borrowed the scales, the ornaments, highly embellished melodies, some microtonal structures. From the West, Bulgarians have borrowed the harmonies. And in a very interesting way, they have managed to map all these Middle Eastern sounds over equal temperament, which is the tuning system used in the West, and chords could be added to that. And this happened during due to historical reasons. Bulgaria is uh, located on a crossroad between the East and West, and this is where these two very mighty musical systems collided, and they produced something quite unique as a musical system. I want to assure listeners they are going to get a chance to hear some Bulgarian music. Colleen, how did you learn this music? I started very young. This happened in the middle of a communist regime where the only way to escape communism was to be an artist or a sports person. And there were no sports people in my family, so my parents decided to make me a musician so I would join an ensemble, go on tour and never come back. So I had a, a childhood of a rigorous, rigorous learning of music, and I, I became a top professional. It was very interesting that uh, when I grew up, uh, already uh, communism collapsed in 1989 in Eastern Europe. And But I, I had been so driven by my parents to, to go in the West and to, to escape Bulgaria. So I, I ended up doing it and coming in the United States and continue my education. I, I received a master's and a doctorate from the University of Oregon. And this is how I ended up after graduating teaching at Towson University here. Yana, what are your favorite things about Bulgarian music? I really enjoy doing Bulgarian music generally. I think it's fun for me. And I like the fact that you can have multiple vo uh, voices and then it just like layered together just, just to create like this really beautiful atmosphere. Just the energy itself, like the dances, um, on, the, on the lyrics, um, the whole thing. I just, I just love it a lot. It's very natural to me. What's it like studying music with your dad? It's interesting because, um, <laughs> I mean, he is my dad after all. Um, well, it is helpful in the sense that if I'm sick or something, we could just um, po um, postpone the lesson to um, maybe like another day. Or if I'm busy, we could we, we could just say like, we'll do the lesson in an hour. So it's a lot more convenient in that kind of sense. Are you a tough taskmaster? I'm trying to be. I'm really trying my best. And uh, 
similar to what I do at the university, sometimes I try to keep the momentum going. So although uh, in, as part of this uh, grant application, I've, we have committed both Yana and I to have two lessons a week, we had some pretty intense uh, weeks when we practiced certain things every day just because we got on top of certain skills and we just wanted to keep them going and, and improving on a daily basis. Yes. This grant application you mentioned, Colleen, the Maryland State Arts Folklife Apprenticeship awards $5,000 grants to support traditional arts education. Other current recipients include a pair focused on Hungarian folk dance and another studying Irish traditional music. So tell me how this grant helps you pass on this musical education. The grant most importantly provided the structure that is kind of missing into the musical education in the United States. There is a huge burden on parents when they want to bring uh, uh, music into the lives of their children, whether that's folk music or classical music. They have to find teachers, provide for lessons. In our particular case, the grant created that structure of two lessons per week. Uh, my uh, young apprentice feels responsible um, for her success and practice, daily practice and, and schedule of lessons in front of the state. And that really created that weekly structure of moving forward at a pace that really these musical styles need in order to get to the depth of the tradition. Bulgarian songs and rhythms are quite complex. I could compare them to the music of Northern India and, and other complex musical traditions. So it really requires devotion and, and time spent on a regular basis. And last year, you did this apprenticeship with your son, Stanley. This year, you're working with your daughter, Yana. What's it like to be able to bond with your kids over this music? It is excellent. It is the dream of every parent and, and every musician who wants to pass on the traditions. Now we live in this uh, strange YouTube culture where, where YouTube basically and recorded music with videos displays live music and performances at many levels. So to have young people, whether these are my children or other kids who are interested in passing on traditional music and learning, this is, this is quite amazing. This is the dream of every, every performer. Yana, there are two realms of performance, official ones and unofficial ones. What are these and what's, what's the difference? So a official performance is where um, you have a stage and then um, there's like the host and it's just generally like what you would consider official, you know, on their special party guests and and you're just performing on a stage, like I said, just a stage, you know. But a unofficial gathering would, would be where um, it's... No, it's not really like a party because it's still a cultural celebration. But it's but it's like um it's like if you were to roast a lamb in your backyard and then have a cultural celebration for um St. George's Day or New Year's or something like that. And which do you prefer? I prefer the unofficial one because it's just a lot more fun, you know, you feel more supported when there are ten singers instead of just yourself. And it's just so much more fun and better in my opinion. 
That's musician and singer Yana Kirilov on the record on WIPR. She and her father, Kalin Kirilov, received one of this year's Folklife Apprenticeship Grants from the Maryland State Arts Council. I'm Sheila Cast. We're talking about Kalin's work to pass down knowledge about Bulgarian folk music. Kalin, what do you hear from elders in the community about your work to keep traditional Bulgarian music alive? They see hope when they see Yana and and my son performing because it's becoming harder and harder for these old traditions which have survived centuries and wars and persecution and and all kinds of oppressions, political uh, and social. And now uh, they're having a very hard time surviving the YouTube culture. So to have young children be on stage and perform and, and, and become better performance after performance puts a lot of joy and tears into the eyes of other parents and the elderly just seeing that the, the community traditions will, will continue. Yana, we ask you to perform for us today. Yes. Before we take a listen, tell us about what you've selected. So this song does have a drone, which my father is going to sing. I am going to sing on the normal solo voice on it. And it is going to be a a really nice contrast between um, the low voice and the high voice. It's just one of my favorite songs generally. And the selection is called, Yana? Uh, Stamina. Stamina. Yes. Stamina is the name of uh, of a beautiful girl. And the lyrics of the song speak about... The girl going to the, hmm, let me translate from Bulgarian. The girl going to get water from the village well, and is just so dancers. Probably she forgot to bring the water home and joined the dancers. But this is a song that tells a story. Fabulous. So interesting. So, Colleen, when, when is your next performance in Bulgaria? We got an invitation to be on national TV in Bulgaria in March, and we'll most likely fly there to, to appear on TV. I know that this will be important for Yana and her brother Stanley, and they will 
have a wonderful experience being in front of cameras. Oh, that's wonderful. Thanks for talking to me today and for performing. Our pleasure. You're welcome. Kalin Kirilov is professor of music theory at Towson University. He and his daughter Jana received a 2023-2024 Folklife Apprenticeship Grant from the Maryland State Arts Council to focus on preserving the tradition of Bulgarian folk music. I'm Sheila Kast. Glad you're with us on the record. Come back tomorrow. Thank you.